0: Hey, mama. So I am like super, super excited about today's episode because I got to sit down to chat with my client, Naomi Meredith. Now you guys have heard me talk about her on the podcast before, but I really wanted you guys to hear from her directly about how her podcast has been such a pivotal part of her business and just the overall growth she has experienced in her business this past year. Now, we have worked together for over a year now, and we really used her podcast to strategically support her with confidently retiring from her teaching career and to take her business from side hustle to full-time. So as of the time of this recording, she is in full-time entrepreneurship and has been doing so many incredible things that you'll actually get to hear about in this episode. And so she's going to be sharing all about, you know, her growth as a podcaster and business owner, the many opportunities her podcast has opened her up to, and so much more. Now, if after listening to this episode, you're inspired to start your own podcast, I have something special for you. So Black Friday, I am dropping a few different offers and one of those offers is called the seven day pod launch, get it done week. And so basically in seven days, I will literally give you the entire roadmap. I'm talking everything you need to confidently launch your podcast So everything from templates to tutorials to getting my feedback. So feedback on your intro, your outro, your launch episodes, literally all of the things. Like you're not going to be wondering whether or not you're doing this right. Like that's the level of support you're going to get during this get it done week. So if this is something you are interested in, one, there are limited spots available. So. I recommend you getting on my Black Friday waitlist so that way you can gain early access to this offer to secure your spot for the get it done week. So if you want to hop on that, head on over to momatermompreneur.com forward slash Black Friday waitlist so you can get on the waitlist today. This will be linked below in the episode description and in the show notes. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hey mama, welcome to the Mama Turn Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, a wife, mama of two, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and producer. This is a podcast for the mama who is burnt out trying to build her business on social media. You're tired of putting in so much time and energy marketing your business on social media, only to hear crickets and barely get any engagement on your posts. You don't have time to waste as a busy mama and you need an effective way to generate leads for your business. Well, mama, you're in the right place. On this podcast, I will be giving you the inside scoop on how to create a podcast that generates consistent leads for your business on autopilot mixed in with some mompreneur hacks and tips for growing your business as a busy mama so grab your coffee your notebook and pen put in those earbuds and let's dive in All right, today on the Mama Term Mompreneur Podcast, I have a very special guest. Um, And I always say this, but this one is really special because I'm sitting down to chat with my client Naomi Meredith, and we've been working together on her podcast for a little over a year now. So, Naomi, welcome to the show. Please just tell my well, my audience they already know about you because I talk about you a lot on the podcast, but Share a little bit about like who you are and your journey to entrepreneurship and everything.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me as a guest. It's so funny just being here because you get to hear my voice every week editing my <laughs> podcast. And so it's so great um, being a guest on your show. So thank you so much. Um so my journey into entrepreneurship is very interesting. I will say I was an accidental entrepreneur, but I've always had that entrepreneur spirit ever since I was a kid. So I always wanted to be a teacher when I grew up and I always made my siblings do all the teacher things with me as a little kid. But on this other side of it, I always was trying to find ways to make money. So I was the kid where... I hosted a garage sale and badgered my parents to let me sell some of their things outside. (laughs) Or uh, we did a snow cone stand as kids and had 30 different flavors instead of doing a typical lemonade stand. So it's very interesting because I've always done very teacher-based things throughout my life. And spoiler alert, I did become a teacher. Um, but I always was really passionate about working and having different jobs and all of that. So those two things have been a common theme throughout my life. And I did become a teacher. I taught for 11 years. And really, my first two years of teaching, I found out about this website, Teachers Pay Teachers. And teachers are basically creating the resources and selling them online. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. I love creating lesson plans. I'm doing that already. Let me post those online. Now I did do that. I made like, I don't know, maybe a hundred dollars my first year. And I was so excited. I'm all, yay, I could pay for coffee. But it really over the years evolved and just really understanding what business is, um, taking online courses, all sorts of things, just always learning and Um, has really brought me to where I'm not no longer teaching anymore, and really focusing on my business full time and um, partnerships with other STEM elementary STEM based companies. So it's been a very interesting journey so far.
0: Yeah, um, it's so funny that you mentioned that as a child, like you always had that entrepreneurial spirit, I was the same way. I was the kid at school, like they used to have little like stands where they would sell candy and stuff, but I would like make bracelets and sell them there. And I made pretty good money. So like, I always had that in me too. So it made sense eventually, you know, I started my own business and whatnot, but it's, it's amazing. Like looking back on our past, like these little things like, Oh, you know, that was part of like the trajectory that I kind of went in life and everything. (laughs) I know. It's so
1: funny. My, um, neighbors, I babysat their kids. I've known them since they were born. They spoke at my wedding. The kids did. Um, they're in college now, but they would, the parents would always ask me, what job do you have now? Like, what job <laughs> are you doing? <laughs> um, because they knew I was always working. I went to school full time, but I always was like doing other jobs. I worked three jobs at the same time to pay for college, but, um, yeah. It's just so funny how like, yeah, your past and what you're passionate about really
0: does plan to what your journey may be in the future. Yes. So speaking of like your teaching job and your business, like how did you balance both? Because I would imagine that is a lot.
1: <laughs> it is a lot. Teaching is so much <laughs> all the time. Um, I will say when I was selling my resources, so when I first got started with it, it really was a hobby and I didn't treat it like a business per se. So I would work on it during my spare time at home um, if I had like an hour or two. Now I don't have kids, so that does help with the time (laughs) management. Um, But I mean, with teaching all day, I was teaching, teaching, and then it was kind of like a way for me to decompress and be creative. Um, but I would say when I really started calling it my business was during the pandemic. And when we had to teach remote, there was pockets of time where I could really focus in on it. So um, I'm the kind of person where I like to fill up my schedule. I can't sit still. And so um, I really learned just how to prioritize things and um, just when I could after school, or if I got done with the things I needed to in the mornings, um, I could work on a few things here and there. Um, so just really prioritizing what I could with teaching. Um, honestly, I don't know sometimes how I did the things that I could. I think it's like, I knew I had minimal time. So I would just jam pack as much as I could whenever possible, because I don't know sometimes, like, how did I do all this? I really don't know half the time. <laughs> Um, But like my um, now husband, I always call him my teacher, honey, um, he coaches. And so that's like his side hustle. So I'm like, okay, well, if he's coaching, I'm going to work on my business. So just really um, just even a little action step each day um, Mm -hmm. can really get to where you want to be. So all those little things do add up, even if it doesn't feel like – it's not doing anything. It really does. You just have to do a little bit each day and help you stay motivated and like not
0: lose that momentum. I love that. And that's actually very relatable to my audience. You know, they're moms, they're running businesses, they're managing their home and everything. And it can feel like there's never enough time. But I like what you said, like when you have those pockets of time, like really being focused and intentional with that time, so you can make the most of it. Um, So yeah, that that's a really great advice. (laughs) Yeah. And with
1: that, too, like thinking about the things you really want to prioritize, I always think about the things, okay, what are the things that are going to make me money, not Mm -hmm. playing around on Canva, I know yes. Canvas is so much fun, um, but what are the things that are going to make the biggest impact? And there's always those little things that are easier to do, but really, is that going to help you with anything? Um, so the bigger things that will make an impact, like your podcast or your ways of marketing, whether it is social media or email lists. So just how can you get those things done? And then if you can get to the little things, great. So that's really just, again, what are your priorities and How's it ultimately going
0: to make you money in the end? Yes, those income generating activities, that needs to be top priority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that. Um. So speaking of podcasts, tell us about your podcast. So why did you decide to start one? And you can even share because I know you had a podcast before, your current one. So if you want to talk about that, you can too. Um, but like really thinking about your current podcast, though, why did you start it? And what were your goals for this podcast?
1: Yeah, so my past podcast did kind of influence my present podcast and then future. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I always had on my vision board. I'm a, I am was a big podcast listener. And I'm all I could do this. I like to talk like this. This could be something and My first podcast, you could probably find it, Innovative Teacher Podcast. It was me and another STEM teacher who, again, started it during the pandemic, which I think a lot of people started podcasts then. Um, But we started it then, just a way to connect with other teachers. And we did it for a year. And it was great. It was so much fun. I learned a lot throughout that process. And that teacher is no longer teaching anymore. Um, So I took a little break. And... Um, just the flow of that, I just definitely wanted to change it up. And um, it is so di- much different co-hosting a podcast than having like you being the solo host. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of differences in that. And so I knew with a podcast, it was something that I really enjoyed doing. And I wasn't being very consistent with my blogging. I haven't. A- was blogging before, but it was really hit or miss. and. I just was kind of getting a little bit burnt out on that, honestly. But I knew with a podcast, okay, I could have this content and be consistent and have those show notes where it is like a blog post. But in turn, there wa- weren't a lot, and I don't, I still currently not a lot of podcasts out there for teachers specifically, and when it comes to elementary STEM. Um, it's a very, very specific topic, and there weren't a whole lot of options out there. so I knew I could fill that void and, yes, share lesson plans, but also be that coach for teachers where they have a place that they could count on every single week. So it was just something that I know would push myself forward um, in a different way with marketing um as opposed to what was already out there and just be a way to connect with my audience in a creative way. and, I don't think I was really doing that before either. So it really was like my podcast was linking everything I was doing and like creating this hub where I could just share all of that information. So I'm so glad that I did it.
0: Yes, that's amazing. Um, And it's so funny. I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you search in the Apple Podcasts app, If you search elementary STEM, your podcast comes up first. (laughs)
1: Yay. Okay. I'm so glad. I didn't know that. I guess it always would pop up first for me on my own phone because it's mine. No, my phone too.
0: It's (laughs) because you're really good with doing SEO. um, So yeah.
1: (laughs) Good. Yeah. The name of my podcast is The Elementary STEM Coach. And I'm glad. Okay. I'm so glad that SEO worked because... I wanted – I had some other names that were more creative but really not searchable. Yeah. And so I thought of, okay, if I name it this, if they looked up elementary STEM, they -hmm. could probably find me, or STEM coach, or STEM, Mm -hmm. and then hopefully – so it had a lot of um, different options options for searching. So I'm so glad to hear that. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
0: picked a really good name um, for your podcast. So kudos to you there. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so talking more about your podcast, how have you really used it as part of your business?
1: So it is... I, again, this is definitely where my podcast was the missing link in my business. I really use it when it comes to planning out my launches for things. And I don't think I really had a launch per se. I think I did one time I did a video series for my YouTube or something like that. But when it comes to an actual content calendar, I wasn't doing that before. I really, it was really random And so when I'm thinking about episodes, um, I wouldn't say I plan for the whole year. I'm not there yet. Um, But even thinking like a month or two ahead, I know, okay, at this time of year, I would like to launch a workshop or group coaching, which I have going on right now. Um, But okay, I want to launch this. What are the episodes I need to get to that point? Um, Maybe the topics might shift, like I can be more flexible with that. But I just put in my little content calendar, group coaching episode. And then I have like these spots saved for that. So that way, the my audience is still getting value from what I'm learning. And then also, it's tied directly to what I'm hoping to launch. And from there, um, I can plan my social media content and email. So everything really starts with my podcast. And then everything falls into place after that, which is so nice. It's like really yes. a hub for everything you want
0: to do. Yeah, see, I love that you said that because my listeners, they hear me say that all the time. Like literally, it can start with your podcast and then everything else is just centered around your podcast. So having you say that, it's like, okay, guys, I'm not just saying that because podcasting is my thing. Like you're hearing it from one of my clients. Like it actually works. So (laughs) I love that you shared that.
1: Oh, it definitely works. It does, and it it's like you don't do it backwards. Where okay, I want it, I have all this social media stuff, and then I'm going to do the podcast. Like start with your podcast, mm-hmm. and then you can pull out so many things from there. Um, I do this sometimes. I did this a lot more when I first started this podcast, the Elementary Sum Coach, um, using the transcripts that you do for me, um. And you put them in my drive, which is so awesome. And I'll look through them for quotes sometimes, mm-hmm. or I'll even highlight parts of the transcript that will give me ideas for an email or a caption or even a video clip. I do video podcast my episodes. So really, you can just pull from that, which is so amazing. It's like you're not reinventing everything. You've already talked about it. Now use it, repurpose it in a different way.
0: Yeah, it simplifies that entire process for you. So talk to us about what things you have achieved through your podcast. Now, I can probably say so much about this, but I want you to share what you've been able to accomplish through your podcast. Okay, I've had this question with
1: something else, and I'm like, I don't know. Um <laughs> No, because yeah, it was like an article like I don't because I don't talk about my business as a business as much. Yeah. Um okay, so being able to accomplish, well, a big leap into this, I will say, was hiring you as my podcast manager because I had never hired anybody before. Yeah. Um, and so that was actually a really big step for me, I will say, um, in terms of just letting some just trusting someone to hand off what I'm doing like okay I'm creating this and then you do everything else for me and creating systems and keeping me accountable so that was like a big leap for me when it comes to just being what I can accomplish because you do so much (laughs) for me and I'm so grateful for you yeah and I, I like tell my um husband that all the time like oh my gosh I'm so glad so that was like a huge thing in terms of just Oh, having someone on my team, that was a big deal for me. Um, Absolutely. With my podcast, um, when it comes to accomplishments, well, I left teaching um, because it was a marketing tool for me where I was able to connect my audience and hear from my audience and create content around that. And in turn, they've been able to buy my resources that I currently had. It did increase my sales. Um, when it comes to my teaching resources, my course, but also they give me so many ideas for other products. Like they will ask me, do you have something for this? I'm like, no, I don't, but I will create something for that. And so I created um, workshops. I never had done live workshops before. And teachers kept had some similar questions for me. So I did live workshops. So I was able to add in new things to my my business I just had never really thought of before. Um, In turn, also, it got me into group coaching, again, connecting with my audience where having those higher ticket items where I can connect with teachers on a deeper level. So um, it's definitely helped me accomplish Income goals that I never thought I would have, or even get to the point where I can leave teaching and still do what I'm passionate about. Um, where I'm like in still an elementary STEM and still doing what I love, but also have more time to give back to everybody. So that those are like the biggest things that I can think of when it comes to how my <laughs> podcast has helped me
0: well okay so let's talk about you have gotten sponsorships for oh, your yeah. podcast so that's <laughs> huge you collaborated with wonder workshop which is really big in your industry mm-hmm. um and even too. like talk a little bit more about even like some of the guests you've had on your podcast like people from nasa and <laughs> different things like that like that's huge so talk about that <laughs> Okay. Yes, you were right.
1: Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah. So it's so interesting because I feel like, and you might see this too with your podcast, that if you have a podcast, people are more willing to talk with you about things. Um, Because like, sure, you could do a guest blog post, whatever. But honestly, if you're like, oh, you have a podcast, tell me more. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's collaborate. Um, I had actually just, yeah, I reached out to Wonder Workshop and I kind of had a connection with them, but not so much. And then they're like, yeah, let's do a podcast episode. And then it led to other episodes and um, being a keynote speaker for them, which I had never done that before. Um, we also did with Wonder Workshop. Um, they came back and asked me after they did the episode with me Hey, we're going to do this live event with a NASA engineer who was featured in the film Hello Oppie from Amazon Prime. Um, would you be the host of this opportunity? We know you. Talk on your podcast. You do a great job interviewing. So I had to do it live, which is so different, you guys, than a <laughs> recorded <laughs> podcast. I think it went okay. And I ended up using it as an episode, which was really awesome. So um just being able like the opportunities that I was able to get, like that, that collaboration, some really cool authors who write STEM books for children. Um, that has been really fun. Um and bringing those people to my audience where they might not have a chance to talk to those people. But I have been able to. And so um, that's been really, really fun getting to do that. Yeah, I guess that is an opportunity.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, I think that's what's been one of the amazing parts of because literally, I started with you when you launched your podcast. And so to see where you've gone like just in a year is amazing like I feel like every month you're sharing like oh Andrea this happened (laughs) and this happened and it's just so amazing because you're right like your podcast just opens you up to a new world of opportunities like yes blogging is great and even YouTube it's great but like I don't know I think because podcasting has become so big and so popular It really like you get to connect with people that maybe you wouldn't connect with, you know, if you weren't like podcasting and different things like that. So I think that's been just being able to see you like live that out with your podcast and like get those different sponsorships and, you know, that keynote opportunity. That was huge, too, Um So yeah, it's just I like me being on the outside looking in and watching your growth and everything. It's been amazing.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I don't stop and really think about my accomplishments very much. (laughs) I told you I'm go, go, go. And so a lot of times too, I have like big imposter syndrome for sure. Like, am I the right person to do this? Like, what am I doing? I left my teaching job and a stable salary and I'm depending on myself. I'm like, why did I do this? But, um, really I it's, I'm super passionate about it. I'm like, no, this is on my vision board. This is, mm-hmm. I'm literally living exactly what I wanted to do. Like my day is exactly how I visioned it. And so it's just so nuts to me. And my podcast like really helped Push that forward and um, helps me stay motivated because people are counting on me. They're like, we would need the episodes, and they like message me like, do you have an episode about this? I'm like, no, I don't, but I'm gonna put on my calendar and see (laughs) how I can fit it in. And so, if you're really doubting, hey, is a podcast for me? First of all, your episodes don't be long, but there's so much need for podcasts. There's like, it's not that big of competition to be honest. Like, it's growing, but not really like podcasts fade out, like some people aren't consistent with it. And so there is a need for your voice out there. So again, I'm like, why, why are people listening to me? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm still here doing it and I love it and it has been growing and um, I'm excited for what else is to come. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. So what led you to hire a podcast manager, and what did you look for when you were in that process of hiring?
1: Um, so when it comes to hiring a podcast manager, I had listened to an episode on Sarah Whitaker's podcast, Podcasting for Educators, And she had an episode about hiring out. And like I mentioned before, I hadn't really done that before. Um, on my other podcast, we had a little bit of help. Um, but I was at a place where, okay, again, teaching full time. <laughs> and so, um, well, I, I know I need the help. I can't – I do not have the time to edit. And I just know myself that if it's dependent on me editing these episodes every week on top of creating resources for teachers – and doing social media, I'm not going to get it done, and I'm not going to do this podcast. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to see what what this means to have a podcast manager. I don't really know, but I'm going to try it. I'm I need to I need to do this for at least a year and see what happens. So um, I found you in a link that she shared, and. I think I put my information into a Facebook group
0: or something. and Yeah, uh, I was um, Lauren Wrighton's podcast manager program. She has like a hire a podcast manager form.
1: Okay. So I did that. And then I got responses back right away from a few people. And um, what really made you stand out from the other people is I really appreciated how you actually took time to listen to my podcast. And you actually even gave me some feedback because I had a, like a handful of episodes. I think I had you right from the beginning. I had three episodes that I had launched right off mm-hmm. the bat, but I just like knew I needed help right away. Um, so you went and listened and gave me some feedback, which I really appreciated. Um, and then you also had a website, which I really liked. Um. <laughs> I liked having that information out there and you were very responsive. And also once we were able to meet after our discovery call, I just like really felt like I clicked with you and just our personalities vibed really well. And the other people I talked to were really sweet as well. Um, But even just those few things really stood out to me. Um, And just like the way you had everything laid out and how we could best work together. And then it's really grown from there. So. It was just like a whole bunch of things and again, just taking that leap like, I can't do this by myself. Like and you know thing and you're involved in it. You know things that I don't know about stuff and and it has really just freed me up where I can focus on creating the content um and doing all the other things that it comes to being a business owner. But I don't have to worry about oh my gosh, is my podcast coming out tomorrow? I've just go on my app and there it is. Everything's done. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hallelujah. Like, thank goodness for Andrea. <laughs> I would not be with my podcast for now, over a year or so. Mm-hmm. And then what's more to come for a future podcast?
0: Yes. Yeah, we're going to share. She's going to be launching a second podcast. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So for you moms out there, it'll be for your children. And that's all I'm going to say. It's for kids, a kid <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> yes, I can't wait for it. It's it's very exciting. Um, but just to share a little bit more. So like like I said, we've been working together for a year now. So How has been your experience working with me? I mean, obviously, it's been great because we're still working together. (laughs) Yeah, it's still going.
1: (laughs) Um, I love how, yes, you edit my episodes and do the show notes, but you also give me, and especially from the beginning, just as you grow as a podcaster, like tips and tricks, um, things to try, even ideas for... My group coaching launch. Um, I was a little bit stuck on different types of episodes to create, so just really brainstorming with me. Um, And you're immersed in my show, so you know my show as well as I know my show. And so you're like, "Hey, try this," or "I really like how you said talked about this in your guest episode. That was really great." Or here's some ideas. So I like how we're able to talk back and forth because. You know what I'm talking about when I talk to you. So it's just different when you're brainstorming with your business friends. Like they don't know, they don't listen to your show as much as you, but you yeah. do. So you're very <laughs> immersed in it. Or um you'll ask about, hey, do you have a link for this? Or all of that. So it's just really nice just having another brain, like mm-hmm. really focusing on my show um, and just making sure it goes smoothly, things make sense, or just really cool ideas like, hey, Let we could do a replay here or this would all fit in together. So I really appreciate that working with you and also um, just appreciating that you are a business owner. Like we'll talk about other little things on the side too, (laughs) which I really enjoy. And um, that's been really great. And even if there's an episode that's not good, we've had like those honest conversations of how like we probably shouldn't play this episode and how, that, that, I mean, you never think of that ever happening, but it does. And so, um, just, I really appreciate your honesty and just how easy it is to work with you, keeping me consistent, but also just having that brain power behind my show where, um, everything can fit together and continue to grow.
0: Yes. Yes. It's honestly been so much fun working with you and, just seeing your podcast grow. I mean, you're at what 124 episodes, which is insane. <laughs> well, and I don't know why
1: I kept doing this, Andrea. I don't I did two episodes a week for the past year. It wasn't supposed to go that long. <laughs> and we are going to slow it
0: down. But yeah, okay. but the fact that you still have a lot of content you can create like you're not stopping yet. So, it's just <laughs> been amazing to be on this journey with you and just see you grow as a podcaster and everything and even see your business grow because like when you first started, you did just have like the TPT shop, but like now you're doing coaching and workshops and all of these other things and so it's just been like I said just watching your journey has just been so amazing.
1: Oh, thank you. That's so sweet of you. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, I even convinced my husband to do an episode with I me. Know. Which- <laughs> that was like
0: one of my favorite episodes to edit because you guys together are hilarious. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> what episode is? That? I think 94 or 94 yeah, ninety
1: four. <laughs> yeah, if you guys don't listen to any episode, I don't because you might not be into elementary STEM. Go listen to episode ninety four because. I mean, he never probably would have done it back in episode 10. But then he's like, (laughs) okay, this podcast is a real thing. And then he told me, he's like, you're really good at podcasting. And I'm all, Eric, it's been a (laughs) hundred episodes. Like, I should be better now. (laughs) (laughs) He was giving you a compliment. (laughs) Yeah, backwards compliments. Like, I wasn't very good. I'm like, I thought you were really good. He's like, you were better. I'm like, yeah, I should be better. (laughs) His
0: first and last podcast. (laughs) Well, I'm definitely going to link that in the show notes. Um, But as we wrap up, I love to ask my guests, what is something about you that most people wouldn't expect to be true? Oh, does it have to be business related? No, it could be
1: anything. Most people don't know that one of my front teeth is fake, 100%. Oh, wow. And I'm very smiley, and mm-hmm. so that's, like, very, like, a self-conscious thing to be about. So one of my teeth is 100% fake, and I knocked it out when I was kneeboarding when I was 19, and so oh. – People don't expect it because it looks so
0: good. It looks yeah. really good for a fake okay, wait. What is kneeboarding? I've never heard of <laughs> Oh,
1: It's when, I'm, I don't know if I would do it again, but when you're young, whatever. Um, so it's like a board and you sit on your knees and then you hold mm-hmm. on to a rope on the back of a boat. And instead <laughs> of standing up. Yeah. So I was oh, kneeboarding and I got tired. You get tired. And then I got off the kneeboard and then the board popped up and hit me in the mouth and knocked out a lot of my tooth. And then oh, all those things happened, blah, blah, blah. I got fixed. It fell out when I was teaching, had to teach with like a hole in my mouth. But then oh. I got the real fake tooth and it looks good. So people don't expect that about me. That <laughs> so one of my teeth is 100% fake.
0: That is a crazy story. (laughs) Definitely not something anyone would
1: expect. No, and not business related whatsoever. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Naomi, for being on the show and just talking all things podcasting and your business journey with me. Um, But before we wrap up, please let my audience know where they can connect with you and learn more about your services. The best way you can
1: find me is over on Instagram. It's at Naomi Meredith underscore. And then if you want to see any of my services or all the other things, go check out my website at Naomi
0: dot com. All right. And I will link all of that in the show notes. Thank you again. Thank you. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. Whether you're a podcaster ready to create podcast content that attracts her dream clients or a mama that's ready to stop the social media burnout and simplify her marketing through podcasting, I can support you. Head on over to MamaTermonpreneur.com forward slash connect to submit an interest form so we can chat about how I can best support you. All right, mama, I will talk to you again soon.